0: Hello, I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Micah Sparkman. And I'm Jeff Lake.
1: We are reading J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the first book in the Harry Potter series. Today we are covering chapters one through five. So come join us on platform nine and three quarters for our trip to this week's podcast of M.W.A., Muggles with Attitude.
2: So uh, a little background. I have never read these books before. I know. I'm an adult and I like fantasy novels, but...
1: And you have children.
2: And I have children, so I have to read them to make sure that they're okay for my kids. Generally, you avoid (laughs) young adult fiction, though, right? I do, yes. I'm against young adult fiction, kind of in
0: principle.
1: But you're interested. You like fantasy, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, but not
0: children's fantasy. You've probably read more fantasy than anyone in this room, I would say. Probably. Yeah, I, I think so. I've
2: read a whole lot of it. I've been reading fantasy novels since I was a kid, but I prefer high fantasy. I find low fantasy difficult to um, pay attention to. Do you to. find it shallow and pitiful? Potato- <laughs> 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 I'm just saying that so the listeners know where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm.
1: And on the, um, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I love the Harry Potter books. I have been reading them since they came out. I attended the Harry Potter parties when the new books were released. Back oh. in the days when they actually had, like, paper copies that were released and you couldn't just order it electronically ahead of time.
2: Like a paper copy of a book?
1: Yeah, I know. Crazy, that's, that's right? That's some
2: kind of wizard thing, right? Yes.
1: And I lobbied very, very hard to name my first son Harry, which my husband would have none of, but we had a Harry Potter-themed baby shower. And mm. I plan to get a Harry Potter tattoo at some point.
2: Oh, awesome. Yes. So well, I am about, a huge are you get the fan lightning of lightning bolt books. on your forehead?
1: Yes, I'm going to get the lightning bolts. Actually, I'm going to put it right up in my butt. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've, al- you've also attended more than one Harry Potter trivia dressed as Harry Potter characters.
1: Yes, this is true. I have my uh, Harry Potter, my, my Hogwarts uh, uniform. And God, I love these books. I just feel like I've been reading them continuously on a loop since they first started coming out about 20 years ago. What about you, Micah?
0: Uh, I'm kind of right in the middle. Um, I've read the entire series probably twice in total, um, but I have not read them since the last book came out. I remember when the books were coming out, I would make a habit of kind of rereading other parts of the series to prepare for the the release of the book, but I I have not read the series since uh, the the final book released. Uh, I think we figured it was probably 10 years ago.
1: About 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah,
0: so... uh, uh, I, I haven't read them in a while, but I do I do like them a lot. At the time, I was a really big fan. I read them a bunch, and uh, I haven't. I just haven't revisited the material in a very long time.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what comes back to you and how your perspectives change.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I uh, As I was going through what we've read so far, I, I was surprised at how much I remembered. And I wonder if it's because the movies kind of kept the events of the story fresh in my mind throughout. But I don't know.
1: Maybe. Oh, yeah. And just for our listeners, we're going to be... Reading the books in the series, but in between each book, we are going to watch the movie and critique it harshly, or not so harshly, depending.
2: Very harshly, very, very, yes. very harshly. <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, so it seems like we're all coming from different places here, and I look forward to some some lively conversation about it. Mm-hmm. I guess let's go ahead and just get started. Um, so we have the we all have the same copy here. This is the American version because. It's called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, but in England, it's, it was known as Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone,
0: which is a superior title, obviously.
1: Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't know exactly why they changed it for the American one. I guess we were just too dumb to.
0: Because
2: the philosopher means somewhat different thing in American English.
1: Does it than what it does in
2: British yeah, English? It's, <laughs> this is all kind of on the margins, but the the concept of philosopher's stone. I think okay. It's specifically the Philosopher's Stone. The Philosopher's Stone is a, a, a An meme in England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not popular in the U.S. Okay. at all. So when they hear Philosopher's Stone, they would think magic stuff. But we dumb Americans would think, philosophers? You mean
0: like Socrates? Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so they <laughs> well, changed it to well, sorcerers because that's kind of what it
0: means. Plato. Play-Doh, yeah. <laughs> Play-doh. Yeah. yeah. That's what they named the the like the sculptable clay after.
1: Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. disappointed with that. I'm disappointed that they did that. I think I think America could have handled it.
0: I don't know. From a marketing perspective, if you didn't know anything about the series and you saw a book on the shelf called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, you might think it was something different than what it yeah, was. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. nothing about that says magic.
1: Sure. I guess that makes sense, because like, if it had been a later book in the series when they were wildly popular, they probably could have gotten away with it, but maybe not so much the first book before they knew
2: right, how popular yeah. it was going to be. Yeah, okay. they, they probably didn't know how they were going to market this. Mm-hmm. Or, actually, they probably had a plan to market it that didn't involve it making a billion dollars.
1: Right, right.
2: <laughs> so let's start out by judging the book the best way there is to judge a book, which is by its cover.
0: Right, yes. yeah. You'll always judge a book by its cover, as the saying goes. Mm-hmm. So
1: this is the American uh there's a different not just a different title but a different cover art. This is by Mary Grandpré?
0: Um I, I I never realized that Harry was like his face was so horribly misshapen. It, <laughs> it lends an interesting context to the rest of the story, you I know. I mean, didn't
2: I guess this is the spoilers, but didn't he, you know who smash him in the face with a meteor or something? Yeah, I think that's yeah,
1: that's Why exactly like what happened. That. Yeah.
0: Yeah, his face is a little, a little...
1: Yeah, the pic- the pictures are weird. They're very childish. Um even though it is interesting, I was reading up on the on this illustrator. And first of all, she won a Caldecott Award, so that's kind of a big deal. I don't know what that is. The Caldecott Award is an award given to uh, children's book illustrators. Hmm. So she's so she got that for one of the books she did, and apparently she also worked on Ants by DreamWorks.
0: Really? Yeah, she did oh.
1: landscapes for. Huh.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I like this art. Really? I think yeah the the pose is interesting the the way it sections off the title and the the title sort of works into the the scenery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you you know you look at this book and say what's up with that guy? He's flying straight to the ground on a broomstick. Like yeah. this is this is interesting. It's, He's got a it, it she captures the iconography of Harry Potter, right? The glasses and the lightning bolt and the black hair and everything. Mm-hmm. True. There's a unicorn there for some reason, but there's a, a three-headed dog, which I
0: think comes up. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. I, I think those are actually, I think that's actually a stack of otters. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> all right. Shall we? Yeah. All right. Chapter one, the boy who lived with a illustration of a baby with stars overhead and yeah, all swaddled up.
0: Yeah, Sleep a baby. Yeah. So... Oh, the baby has a scar too. Oh, does he? Yeah, it's really tiny. We oh
1: yeah. Look at that. Who would scar a baby? That's fu- That's, that's wrong.
2: The he who must not be named? I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I I love this first sentence. I really like it a lot. In fact, I just love this whole beginning of the book because the later books, I feel like it gets really dark. But this first book, I was really struck with how it's... More kind of like a chil- it's It feels more like a children's story. So we start out with Mister and Missus Dursley of Number Four Privet Drive. We're proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. I love that. <laughs> that's such a great beginning. Okay. Anyway, so we meet the Dursleys,
0: who right up front are total terrible suckbuts. people. Yeah,
1: they're yeah. Suckbuts. suck butts. Suck butts
0: is that's, how we're that's calling that's them.
2: The, that's the word I'm using. I yeah. I like them. I mean, I don't like them. I think I would hate them in real life. But they're they're really entertaining. I love how I don't know, prissy and and normative they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which we find out. And it's funny, too. Um, like, I, I, I found several places where I was laughing out loud. So, for example, Mr. Dursley hummed as he picked out his most boring time for work. That's great. I love that. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's lots of... These books are a lot funnier than I thought they were. Because I, I saw the movie of the first one... And it was not very funny. No. For, it's, it had other positive qualities,
0: but there weren't all these little sniping jokes as wordplay. As yeah. we will discuss when we watch the movie. Yes. <laughs> let not get ahead of ourselves there. Yeah, but but you're right. right. But you're right. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, the tone is completely different. And one of the interesting things she does is she says, um, When Mr. and Mrs. Dursley woke up on the dull gray Tuesday, our story starts. And later mm. on, she loses that, that sort of storytelling quality. She mm. never says that again. Like, she's talking to us.
2: I think occasionally it surfaces. I've noticed it. She has a narrative voice, mm-hmm. as though she's telling us a story. It's not the third-person omniscient. Omniscient, yeah. Was uh, it third-person? Yeah, it's not the, the third-person subjective uh, voice that most novels and most fantasy novels have. Mm-hmm. So she has a character, right? J.K. Rowling is a character in this book. Yeah, as as a, so these, as a narrator. these, yeah, these these little comments that like the the jokey ways she put things; those are jokes that J.K. Rowling is making for us about the action. Mm-hmm. That's she's, true. It's cool. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's more. Uh, it has more depth than I expected. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, that's going to change a lot later too. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, it's, it seems like she's, she's got. A, she's inserting some commentary about you know what what normalcy means in in yeah. Britain, probably. Uh, I, I, yeah, I wrote about. Uh, Vernon Dursley. Yes. Uh, who eats a large donut in a bag for lunch? Vernon Dursley. Yeah. Vernon obviously. Dursley. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, how do you think he gets to be how he is, right? They they also cast some cast some like some shade on the the Potters like right from the beginning too.
1: Her sister and her good for nothing husband were as undersleyish as it was possible to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, but essentially saying that the Dursleys pretended that the Potters didn't exist because you know they didn't approve of their lifestyle, but you know. The I name mean, like the Potters they're probably into hard drugs.
1: I yeah, imagine. obviously. Yeah.
0: yeah. The Potters. The Potter Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The the pot so heads. I can't really blame the Dursleys for avoiding them.
1: Yeah. Obviously.
0: This whole thing that it seems like
2: the the narrator is telling us how much the Dursleys suck for having a normal life.
1: Well the thing is it's not just that they're normal though. Like Mr. Dursley sits with his back to the window in his ninth floor office.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. In- implying that he's intellectually incurious and so forth. But yeah. it's still She's saying like the the more normal you get the more like this person you are, you know?
1: I I would I totally agree with that and yeah. I think she makes the point too at how aggressively normal they try to be. Like, um, in the, the day of the, that the story starts, Mr. Dursley is seeing all these weird things happening. He's seeing people who are wearing cloaks and things like that out. He finds
0: himself in a flash mob.
1: Yeah, he's, he's obviously in a flash mob. But he, tra- <laughs> he he comes up with a reason for it. Oh, they must be collecting money for something. And he just puts it out of his head.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 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 it, uh, I think... From from the tone of this book, that's like Muggles. It's not mm-hmm. specifically this family. This is the way that Muggles are presented in a way. It's kind of going about their Muggle lives and uh, not really, pay, yeah. like, maybe intentionally avoiding looking at the things that they don't understand. And we get some some backstory right away. Like they jump right into it
2: with a uh, Dumbledore and and McGonagall, who is somebody, a cat, a cat. Is yeah. a cat? I assume She's that she is lady. a witch. Why would you assume that? And I, uh, I, contact clues. (laughs) And I assume that a witch is the gender term for a magic user and a wizard is a gender term for a male magic user.
1: Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to add like my literally, I think my favorite thing, uh, from this Mr. Dursley, he yelled at five different people. He made several important telephone calls and shouted a bit more. He was in a very good mood. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. That's
0: his work day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got a different thing that, that. That inspires them. He's just shouting at people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so Mr. Dursley is freaked out, and then... uh,
0: Like, lots of weird goings on, right? Yeah. It's like some Tavarin kinds of things happening, right? (laughs) 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 TheDragonRerad.com.
1: There's owls. They heard whisperings about somebody named Harry, and he finds out that his nephew is indeed named Harry.
0: I mean, all in all, this Dursley guy's a pretty sensible dude, though, you know? I mean, like, he's... He's just going about his, his life, you know, doing doing things that make him successful in the world that he lives in, you know. <laughs> He's surrounded by all these darn hippies, that, or whatever he would call them. hmm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so you're right. They're, that's that's where we meet uh, Ma- McGonagall and Dumbledore.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like cats, but this cat's a little bit of a creeper. Yeah.
1: It's it's like, sitting on
0: their street, staring at their house for, like, days. I mean... That weird me out a little bit.
1: Aren't yeah. all cats kind of creepers? No. Like, my cat stares a lot. But then Professor Dumbledore shows that.
0: And say what you will about Dumbledore, but this man can dress.
1: Yeah, he his can. outfit is
0: awesome. I would wear that. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. He's wearing a what is it a bright purple cloak and uh, high heeled, bl- buckled black boots. Man,
1: I missed the high heels. The, the other million times I've read this, I didn't realize they were high heels. Mm-hmm. Why do you think he was wearing high heels?
0: I think I think they're just uh, like really like elegant boots. Like you see a lot of boots that have like. A big heel on him. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think it's just he's just wearing like some really like I don't know dandy boots. But he also has like super long hair and beard, so he's definitely a hippie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah definitely a hippie.
2: Yeah.
1: And then we find out, and then the cat transfigures into into McGonagall, and then we get some backstory here.
2: Yeah, we we find out that Harry's parents are dead, and they were killed by an evil wizard who nobody wants to say his name for some reason. Mm-hmm. Voldemort. Probably because yeah. it's <laughs> hard to say. <laughs> And uh, and then Harry got a scar, and then Harry survived it, and nobody knows how that happened. All this stuff gets laid out for us right here.
1: Yeah, at the beginning, we meet a lot of different people. Through. There's a lot of names that are dropped, which we we would have to wonder if these people are going to come up again later in the series. Mm-hmm. I guess, but yeah. So here's the part that never that ha- doesn't sit well with me. So this so the idea is Harry is going. Dumbledore is going to leave Harry with the Dursleys, his aunt and uncle, and he explains it in a letter, but then they just leave the kid on the doorstep with the letter?
0: Uh, Why not?
1: Knock on the door.
0: Yeah. Talk to them. Yeah. Uh, I suspect it has something to do with this, this separation between the wizarding world and the the muggle world that, you know, it, it would be in poor form or improper for him to like communicate with them maybe. I don't know. It's probably racist. They probably just don't want to talk to them.
2: Well, like, wizards hide from muggles, right? Sure. That's why we here in the real world don't know about all the wizards doing stuff around us, because they hide from us. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. So that—that's this is part of it. They're hiding from them. They don't want to go talk to them, because you look at those two people, and they're like, bam, wizards. So they they don't want to like actually meet these people.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Okay. And wizards seem to have their own way of doing things. Yeah. They do a lot of things for weird Like, maybe this is SOP for wizards when there's an orphan. Mm -hmm. It's going to leave them on a doorstep. It happens so often that it's it's established.
1: I mean, it kind of makes you think of, like, the whole changelings, which is another part of English mythology. I know that she was very inspired by old English mythology. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I want to talk about this, like, epithet thing, because we're going to be running into it a lot. But Dumbledore uh, specifically refuses to refer to Voldemort as... You know who. He says, mm-hmm. no, just call him by his name. Yeah. I'm kind of with him. Like, I know that everyone's scared of this guy, but he just got killed by a baby. I'm pretty sure I could kill, like, 20 babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to draw the court's
1: attention to...
2: <laughs>
0: What's the max? In a fight? In a fight. Like, okay, do the babies have weapons? No. Then, like, oh, um but, they, but they're out for you, they're fighting, okay <laughs> uh, are they coming at me one at a time, like ninja style, or are they coming at me in like zombie style, like in a horde? Um, they're coming at you from all directions, including up and down. am I do I have a weapon? No, you're naked, okay, <laughs> 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 then a thousand <laughs> <laughs> a thousand babies,
2: i pretty sure. It, it's a it's a magic thing, right? This is a magic trope that names have power. You you know you don't say the name Beetlejuice because he'll show up, right?
1: You mean Beelgeuse?
2: Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, so that's it, a lot of these things. I like you know that was my answer for the last thing too, right? This this leaving a baby on a doorstep, mystery baby. That's a that's a
0: magic trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fairy story trope.
1: Yeah. And then we meet Hagrid, who seems a giant of some sort, who drops off Harry.
0: A giant biker. So we know that these people, in addition to being hippies, also associate with bikers. Mm. So this, so far, is the most awesome thing in the book. Where he
2: just falls out of the sky on a motorcycle. Uh Awesome. That's just how he gets around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I really liked her descriptions of Hagrid. This this was funny. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I really liked, she said he had feet like baby dolphins. (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 that that stood out to me. What is that? What exactly do you think that means? Is it like? I mean, imagine a baby dolphin, <laughs> or two of them on the end of two big legs. That's what you got. Does he have a little point? Like, does he have like a little nose on the end of his feet? Uh, you know, the, I think the narrator was seeing it from outside his boots, so they're just shaped like baby dolphins. Uh, like, or is they- it
1: possible he's wearing like? baby dolphin skins on his feet. Oh, that like, messed as up. Le- Like leather shoes, but it's baby dolphins. Skin. It's
2: very possible that she meant that. Yeah, that
1: must be it.
0: <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. Hagrid, come on, It man. reminded me of,
1: the, I don't remember which one it is, the but gamekeeper. the Psalm of, Psalm of Songs the, your, the the one where they're describing the lover and they're like, her breasts are like two antelope or something? Oh,
0: songs of, the Songs of Solomon. Yeah. Did you yeah. say antelope?
1: Yeah. Isn't there something like that in the Bible? They say something no. about her breasts are like antelope?
0: I've
2: heard the... I'm pretty sure it's the Bible that said her breasts were like a photo finish at a Zeppelin race. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. That's the King James Version, right? Yeah.
0: That's right. No, the, the, so- the Song of Solomon does have lots of like really... Uh, I, I mean, I guess layered entendre about descripting, descriptions of sex and the body and things mm, like that. Yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I, I, Reading this more critically, she is very, very, like, uh, she's very metaphor and simile happy, mm-hmm. I think.
0: But the, I think, the, again, that's something that, that she does a little bit less of as as the story progresses. Maybe it's maybe it's just these introductory chapters. Yeah. Introducing feels, characters. It
1: feels very childish, but in a good way. Yeah. I love that he looked simply too big to be allowed. I love
0: that. <laughs> he
1: just, he doesn't fit into this world. But, he's,
0: but he's, much, he's much bigger than I remember. Like, when she's describing him, he's enormous. Like, he's double the size of a human. Like, he could not pass as a human. Yeah. He's so big. Yeah. Like, in, in my mind, he was always just a really, really big human. Like, you know, like, seven feet tall instead mm-hmm. of 12 feet tall.
1: He says almost twice as tall as a normal man, so yeah. dude's got to be at least 10 feet, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so they leave So they leave Harry Potter there to be found the next morning Just by the Dursleys. Just abandon them on the,
0: the doorstep. Let's hope they're there, yeah, right? They the don't know if it's probably cold. They don't know if they're out of town. Yeah, that's a good point. In England, it's probably cold and damp. They don't know if they're out of town. Like, what if the Dursleys aren't there?
1: Well, they know because... Oh, um,
0: uh, uh, McGonagall's been watching Yeah,
1: McGonagall's been watching all day. And also, this should be... Actually, yeah, because it's around Halloween time, so it could be really cold out there.
0: Yeah.
1: Leaving yeah. a baby on a doorstep.
2: Yeah. yeah, I yeah. I liked the bit with um, with Dumbledore stealing the lights from all the lampposts. With the put-outer? With the put-outer, 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 what is it? Put-outer. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I, I think that's, you know, it's a cinematic. It's, it's something really interesting, interesting visual. Mm-hmm. And I liked how everybody in this scene shows up in a different way. You know, McGonagall's a cat and then transforms into a person and, and Dumbledore just... Like pimp walks in on his heels <laughs> and, with his
1: purple cloak. yeah,
2: and and Hagrid flies in the sky on a motorcycle, like the ultimate bad dude. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, they, cool they don't so- show up together. <laughs> like it, it, it's a great contrast to the Dursleys, who are normal to the point of repulsiveness. Then mm-hmm. then and they have these these crazy like Keep
0: Austin Weirdos, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Grunnings Drill Company. I forgot that that was the name of this company. Yeah. <laughs> That's was boring to have ever heard my she, life.
1: She uses some great names in this. I love that Grunnings. Grunnings. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to chapter two, the Vanishing Glass, with a picture of. I'm assuming this is a this is Dudley surrounded by presents.
0: Not how I pictured him exactly. No. Like what is going on with his hairstyle? Is that is that a Popular British hairstyle—the the the straight cut in the part. Well, it's the kind of hairstyle you get when uh, nobody can criticize you. That's true. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, he does. He he does look like a like a butt Yeah, I
0: he's think. making a butt headish face.
1: Yeah, he is. Mm. Yeah. So it's ten years later, and it's uh, and it's Dudley's birthday.
2: Yeah, and uh... happy birthday, Dudley. Yeah. So it immediately
0: becomes clear that Harry Potter has been abused for his entire life. Yeah, he lives in a cupboard. Yeah, neglected
1: at best, abused at worst.
0: Yeah. So to be to be clear, in my mind, he lives in a closet. But they're saying a cupboard. Yeah. Does that mean a a closet? To uh, to in 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 British parlance, or is that like literally like a little cabinet? It's
1: the space underneath the stairs.
0: So, like an understairs closet would be called a cupboard.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's just super super sad. Like Mm -hmm. this is the first time I've read them since uh, I became a mom. Six months ago, and like it broke my heart reading it this time. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it's it's you know when you're a kid you read it like oh, okay he lives under the stairs that's cool, mm-hmm. but it's awful. They're really really mean to him, and well, he's, he has spider friends. I mean yes, he's got there's spiders in there. I don't know if they're his friends, but yeah. they're mean to him, and there aren't any pictures of him on the walls. This was mm-hmm. this was uncomfortable to read.
2: Yeah, they say they say mean things to him constantly. They literally never. Are nice to him. Not no. ever. Not once.
1: No, not at all.
2: And I, the Harry seems actually pretty well adjusted. He's shy and nervous a little bit, but he's also kind of snarky,
1: Mm-hmm.
2: right? He calls uh, Dudley Dursley a pig in a wig.
1: Yeah, I mean he went to school, but we learned almost nothing about that we don't get any mention of any friends he might have had or teachers who may have been there for him only
0: mentions it in anecdotes where dudley and his gang are beating him up yeah i think he specifically says he doesn't have any friends because of the way he dresses nobody actually talks to him yeah and he goes to school conversely dudley's life is great you know like yeah he's living life right i don't know i'm not sure why this book isn't about how great dudley's life is i feel bad for dudley why i think he's been abused in a kind of inverse way
2: to harry right really He's not being raised well. He doesn't have good no. relationships with anybody. Right? He doesn't have any real friendships. He doesn't understand human emotion. D- so... I mean, the kid's a monster. I
1: mean, he is... Rec- yeah, but he's getting unconditional love and pride from his parents.
2: Do you love think- means taking care of him, and that means setting boundaries, right? He's not getting that. That's This true. is neglect in a different way. This is like a rich person's neglect, where you just give your kid lots of toys and, and never really engage with them.
1: And I want to point out that the school that Dudley is going to go to, the... Is it a boarding school or is it just a day school?
2: Uh, I think it's a boarding school. Um, oh, um, smeltings, yeah,
1: but it's called Smeltings, which is <laughs> hilarious because the good. father works for Gruntings, which makes drill bits, mm-hmm. and now Smeltings.
0: Yeah, they're smelting him into, yeah, you know, a human, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's because uh,
2: they teach him how to smell things. <laughs> but we get we get, we get some great
1: lines though. Dudley is. Dudley is trying to add thirty-seven plus two, and it says Dudley thought for a moment it looked like hard work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, J.K. Rowling casts a whole lot of shade on Dudley throughout his life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty funny. J.K. <clears throat> Rowling hates these people. Yeah, even as a baby, she was like, like the descriptions of the baby were just like this horrible child. Mm-hmm. I, I
2: wonder if there's a, a family out there that like lived on J.K. Rowling Street, you know, and they're they're reading this and they're like, that's. That's us. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Bursleys. Like, yeah, the Bursleys at company. number
1: five Privet Drive. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with working for a drill company. I mean, Come on. isn't there, Jeff? Isn't there? I mean, I mean if you shout at people all day, yes, there is.
1: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I would like to
2: point yeah. out this is the first in many instances of people's appearances being a, a direct correlate of their personality. If someone is fat, then they are piggish and lazy.
1: Yeah. Sure, I think it just goes back to the fairy tale quality of the mm-hmm. of the storytelling.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but anyway, it's Dudley's birthday, and they are going to, and Harry can't stay home, so they yeah. go. Yeah. He's,
0: hope, he's hoping he he can stay home because then he can have a go on
1: Dudley's computer, which I was wondering about because Dudley also gets a bunch of computer games. This came out in 1997. What kind of computer games did they have in 1997?
2: A lot of computer games. Oh, oh, that, yeah? was, that was like the first.
0: I would say the second wave of computer games. Okay. For all Harry's saying that he's not gonna make trouble, uh, he openly admits that things go weird around him. So, like, it's it it actually makes sense that Dudley doesn't want to bring him along on this little trip because like Harry lists all these things in his memory where like weird shit happens around him. Mm-hmm. So this is not unreasonable for them to say mm-hmm. he shouldn't come along, because Yeah, there is something weird about that Potter Kid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and if you but, didn't know you'd think it was a little extreme. Aunt Petunia says she's not gonna leave him home because he might blow up the house. Yeah. Which
0: Which, which is sounds crazy yeah. until he starts talking about the things that happen around him sometimes. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh and yeah, so and he another sign of him being abused and neglected, um, he he once something weird happened to him and Uncle Vernon locked him in the cupboard.
0: Yep. Yeah. For for days, I think.
1: Something yeah. like that. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Messed up, yeah.
2: That's not okay. Nope, you have to feed him under the door
0: pancakes, pizza, cookies, <laughs> P- pizza. You wouldn't be able to Pasta. fit like roll ups. You wouldn't be One able at fit, a fit. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to fit like a full pizza. It'd be like topping less pizza. You give him the you first give him the, the spread, yeah. You give him a bunch of pepperonis,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it kind of it, yeah, it continued to break my heart a little bit. How he's really excited, he gets to go to the zoo. Even though he's going to be with these people who hate him and who bully him.
0: He's never been to the zoo before. Yeah. Uh, This book is just full of English stuff that I'm pretty sure she's just making up to screw with us. For example, Knickerbocker Glory. That's
1: what I was wondering What? (laughs) That is
0: absolutely a made-up word. Sure, yeah, that's a real thing, J.K. Rowling. We're on (laughs) to you. (laughs)
1: Well, you know, England isn't actually a real place. It's just made up.
0: Yeah, it's... I mean... Yeah. Yeah. England. So, it's it's got land in the name. Come on, <laughs> Eng- land. Come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Lazy. This is lazy. Lazy writing. Mm-hmm. Knickerbocker glory.
1: Yeah. And Harry has this great conversation with a snake, a boa constrictor, which yeah. I love. I love that his reaction. The snake lifts its head up and winks at him, and Harry winks back. Because you know <laughs> that's what you do if a snake winks. He doesn't at have
0: satellite. any friends. This is I know. the first person to be nice to him is it's a snake. So
1: sad. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I just love this conversation that they have. He said, oh, you're... Where are you from?
0: Yeah. And the snake's, like, pointing at the sign. <laughs> yeah. Come on, kid. Come on, read the, read the sign. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to point something out, though. This snake is going to be really disappointed when he figures out that he's on an island. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I know. he can't slither to Brazil it's, from where he that's is. That's kind of what I was thinking. He's like... And the, these, the zookeepers
2: are going to catch him right away. Yeah, he's not going right? very far. He's going to go, like, 50 feet. Yeah, probably.
0: And just for the record... They were absolutely right. Harry Potter messed everything up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ruined the trip. All right. Chapter three, the letters from no one, with letters shooting out of a fireplace.
0: That's a lot of letters.
1: Yeah. But he's been he's been in... The escape of the Brazilian bow constrictor earned Harry his longest ever punishment. So he's locked into, under the cupboard for weeks, I think.
0: Yeah, a long time.
1: Yeah, it's super sad.
0: <clears throat> and I want to point out that... Uh, Harry's coming in hot with the snappy one-liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, that- Dudley's saying something about, "Oh, stuffing people's heads in toilets," and uh, Harry says, "No thanks. The, the poor toilets never had anything as horrible as your head down it. It might be sick." And Dudley's like, "Mind blown!" You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. a triple turnaround on that insult. Yeah, again. where, do, where does Harry pick up this stuff? You know, he's just super clever. He
2: lives in a cupboard.
0: <laughs> He's very smart. He has nothing to do but sit in the cupboard and think of comebacks. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's just like spitting fire. Like, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's how he passes that's, his he's time. Just you know? working on his rhyme book. Yeah.
2: I thought this whole this bit was funny in this chapter about how they wanted to they made him stay with Mrs. Fig sometimes and and like and she made Harry look at pictures of her cats. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I mean, he's like I hate Mrs. Fig. Yeah. And I liked the uh, knobbly stick mm-hmm. of. Well, what's it? Smeltings? Smeltings.
1: Knobbly yeah. stick, yeah. Of they,
2: smeltings, yeah.
1: They carried knobbly sticks used for hitting each other while the teachers weren't looking. This was supposed to be good training for later life. <laughs>
0: well, Again, funny. this is the world they live in. It's just, like ridiculous. It's, but. Yeah. Very
1: Roald Dahl-esque. He talks about uh, himself uh, in his autobiography being in a boarding school where The the guys did things like this to each other. Just, yeah. Beating on each other, yeah.
0: I also want to... I know I said this before, but I want to come back to it now. Because now they're just getting lazy with the made-up words because... I'm pretty sure we just learned that the knickerbocker was an ice cream thing, mm-hmm. and now they're talking about how Dudley is wearing knickerbockers. It's like, come on, you, that's the same word. You have to come up with a different made-up word. Okay, just use knickerbocker for everything.
2: It's <laughs> just a, a English term that means something. I can't think of the word of right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, grab me that like knickerbocker s- out of the fridge, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> like
1: Smurf.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's yeah yeah knickerbocker is the English equivalent of Smurf.
1: And uh. Harry Harry gets some mail for the first time ever because yeah. they said he didn't e- he was he didn't even belong to the library so he never even got notices about late books
0: <laughs> yeah if you
1: want so, to be even sadder
0: so what you're saying is Harry Potter has managed to stay off the grid like he's Ron Swanson's wet dream right
1: dude and he lives in like a cupboard yeah which is essentially like you know.
0: A- Cabin in the
1: woods. It, well, I was thinking more along the lines of a, um, a, a shelter. Like oh, a yeah. bomb shelter, you know? Yeah. No mm-hmm. windows. Yeah,
0: this guy is like it's the true. survivalist. He right. wasn't born at a hospital. Well, maybe he was, actually. I don't know. We Do don't wizards know. have hospitals? No. Probably not. I assume wizards don't get sick because they have magic, you know? Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah,
1: yeah I guess we will.
0: Yeah, okay. so the letters are yellow parchment... Which, you know, clearly rolling papers, green ink right. for weed. These are obviously hippies. <laughs> Do
2: they have hippies in England?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Haven't you ever yeah. uh, heard, uh, watched Rumpel in the Bailey? I have not watched Rumpel in the Bailey. They have hippies there. <laughs> they good chill a lot, apparently.
1: <laughs> so anyway, these letters come, and every day there's more of them, and... It, look, it's, it, it seems like Vernon Dursley, Uncle Vernon, is kind of losing his mind with these letters here.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's definitely totally on his side. becoming unhinged.
1: You'd become that freaked out if letters were arrived?
0: Okay, I was thinking
2: about this, right? Okay. We've established that he thinks the wizards are weirdos, right? Whatever right. his sister-in-law and her husband were involved in, mm-hmm. they're creeps. Mm-hmm. So imagine if this is, imagine if the scenario was you, right? And your in-laws... We're involved in something you think is really creepy, like... A cult. A cult. Like the FLDS, where they have old men marry 11-year-olds or something, right? right? Mm-hmm. And and they're involved in that, and they have a kid, and you, you think that's really bad, but there's nothing you can do about it. And then they die suddenly, in, mysteriously, right? And, uh, and the baby is delivered to you, and you don't want this kid, right? But you say... You know what? One thing I'm going to do for this kid is I'm going to make sure he doesn't get mixed up with those weirdos.
1: See, I don't buy it because it's not that he doesn't want him to be mixed up. It's that he doesn't want any associations with the wizarding world whatsoever. He doesn't it's, want to have a nephew who's associated with him.
2: it's both, right? No, I like don't... It, imagine if it's people that you hate, like the FLDS, or, or I assume you hate the FLDS. If, imagine it's a creepy cult, right? Mm-hmm. And then, right, right, a few days before his eleventh birthday, he gets a letter from them. Mm-hmm. That's addressed addressed to his bedroom. Yeah, mm-hmm. and That's- then you move him to another bedroom, and the letters start being addressed to his new bedroom.
1: Okay, when you put it that way, that is super creepy. And then
2: you move him to a hotel, and the letters start coming to his hotel. They're following you. We've seen horror movies that start this way. Yeah, right. Have we? Yeah, I'm sure. You know, oh, okay. Like- yeah. okay. And yeah, then, and then, like, there are hundreds of letters, and they're all handwritten. It's many people. It starts to get, like, supernatural. The guy buys a gun. He's losing his mind.
1: <laughs> this is why we have you here for this perspective. <laughs> that just turned it on its head for it's me. It's a horror
2: story from his perspective. Yeah. Also. And he doesn't even like the kid. He just doesn't want... The kid to be involved in that.
1: See, I, I still don't buy it. I don't think it's that he doesn't want the kid to be involved. I think it's he just doesn't want any association whatsoever.
2: Well, that's something. If you have guardianship of kid, that's a choice you should be able to make. And these, <laughs> and this stuff that's happening to him—letters start coming down his chimney,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> letters yeah. sure. appear
2: inside unopened eggs.
1: Uh huh.
2: It's
0: like supernatural stuff. This is, is very—it's a horror movie. It's very creepy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, let's let's be honest—not very ecologically friendly. That's a lot of waste. That's true. And the Dursleys probably do not recycle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Uncle Vernon's lost his mind, and they finally... And he's driving around, driving to different places, and they finally end up on a rock in the middle of the sea.
0: In (laughs) in the middle of a storm, which is just where you want to go in a horror movie. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Just saying,
0: you know. Yeah. This is is where the the climax of the horror movie happens. You know, I never
1: thought about it as scary, but if you look at it from that perspective...
0: The guy, Vernon Dursley, he's scared this whole time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's
0: frightened. He's
1: losing his mind. But then there's a knock at the door, Chapter 4, The Keeper of the Keys, with a very odd illustration here of Hagrid.
0: Yeah, this, this actually bugs me. The proportions on this are really confusing. Like... Okay, first of all, those feet do not look like baby dolphins. Just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> How many baby is... dolphins have you seen? A lot. In boots. <laughs> oh, well, less, less than them, I suppose. Less than a lot. Actually. actually, now that you mentioned I guess if you if you look at it, kind of like turn your head a little bit to the side, those could be baby dolphins that he's just shoved his boots, his feet, <laughs> in the heads of them. You know, like that could be the nose and like the eyes and like the body.
1: I guess the angle is supposed to be like a forced perspective thing. Anyway, so Ruby is haggard. We meet him again ten years later after he first brought Harry to Privet Drive.
0: He's beating the door down. The old man, who's stalking the 10-year-old boy, sends his huge biker thug to go bend his family stalking. Yeah, and he makes
1: a bunch of food and, like, offers it to Harry Potter. Sure. Uh He's like, hey, yeah, eat this.
0: I like Hagrid's insults that he has for people. I
2: wrote them down. He calls them a lump, a prune, a pudding, and the M word. Yeah,
0: we don't use
1: that. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: (laughs) Muggle. They throw that around. I can't... It does sound a little off when they use it, right? Like, they use it like an insult a lot of the time. I know it's not meant to be, oh, and I know that, like... Isn't it? I, 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 I do not know. I haven't read these books. It seems like an insult. I don't think it's meant to be, because it's the only word that I, as far as I know, that they have for non-magical humans.
1: I think it depends on who it is, because Hagrid does say they're the biggest muggles I've, I've met, implying that being a muggle, the quality of muggleness is a bad thing.
0: Yeah, it's negative, and, and they have it in large quantity. And I want to point out that Hagrid also fat shames Dudley.
1: Your he great puddin of a son don't need fattening anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. I I don't know. Is in English culture is that okay to like to say your kid's fat? Shut up. Well, either way, Hagrid the biker giant has no problem with it. Mm. Yeah,
1: and then we get uh, Harry. You're a wizard.
0: <laughs>
2: yes, that's mm-hmm. a meme too. Yep. Yeah. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, that was the That bothers twist.
1: me. They do it out of order, though, because in the book, it's Harry, you're a wizard, not you're a wizard, comma, Harry, which is what you see in the memes.
0: Mm. Oh, well, That's because it's in the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the movie did. It's like it. Luca, I'm mm-hmm.
2: your father. Or play it again, Sam. Nobody ever said those. I thought Vernon Dursley showed admirable courage standing up to Hagrid. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is the end of the horror movie, right, where the monster shows up and kills you? Mm-hmm. And, and he says, like, no, I will not let you take
0: this boy. And and Hagrid just like intimidates him, you know. He mm-hmm. he takes the gun out of his hand and bends it. Like he does he, yes. So this is the, like this is this this is a person who could very easily kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he to punish Vernon
2: for standing up to him, he mutates his son, gives him a tail. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: that's messed up. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, and it's even more messed up because it says he was trying to turn him into a pig.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine if he had been successful?
1: Yeah. It's just a pig now.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, I've often thought that I would like to have a tail, but a pigtail? That's like not a the useless tail. Yeah, it is not a like, tail. Like a pig's tail, not a pig yeah. tail.
1: Well, okay. The thing is though, I I'm not going to be in defense of Vernon Dursley here because it seems, I mean, sure there's he's trying to protect his family, which is admirable. Um, but I think it's less him trying to protect Harry from this keep Harry away from this dangerous world as just his Complete and utter refusal to accept anything that doesn't fit into his worldview. That's more the way I see it. And so he is accepted to Hogwarts. And I don't know how she came up with that name.
0: Hogwarts? <laughs> it's a great name. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's memorable. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, it has uh, Albus Dumbledore's full title on here, which is... Very impressive. hmm Order of Merlin, First Class, Grand Sorcerer, Chief Warlock, Supreme Mugwump, International Confederation of Wizards. Whoa. That's yeah. a mouthful.
1: Mm-hmm. Some good titles there.
0: And then, you know, again, Haggard just throws the word muggle around like it's nothing. hmm Whoa.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Dude. Yeah. That is our word.
0: What are they going to do? He's gigantic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He can, he can bend a gun. What's he going to do to a person?
1: Yeah. And this, this cracked me up, continuing the How Delightfully British... Um, when Hagrid writes a letter to Professor Dumbledore saying he gave Harry the letter, he ends it with, weather's horrible, hope you're well, Hagrid. I love
2: that. <laughs> it's just yeah. so
1: polite, commenting on the weather, saying something polite. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: He's a good letter writer. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that's when, this is the first time Petunia really talks.
0: She talks mm-hmm. a little bit about Dudley to Dudley, but you're right. Yeah. Generally, her she's, she's so unlimited. Yeah. And I actually thought this was a little bit interesting. I didn't remember this from the, when I last read it. She, it feels a little bit like she's jealous. Like, I, I it may not be intended to, to come across that way, but it feels a little bit like when they're describing how Lily went away to Hogwarts and she was left there behind. Like, maybe there's some resentment, and that could be why she is the way that she is. Like, so in rejection of anything unusual, because she feels... Maybe uh, either like her sister was taken from her or her sister got to be a part of this thing that she could never be a part of because she's non-magical.
1: I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I don't know. I could see that having an effect on a person. And it sounds like her parents, you know, whether this is true or not is hard to say, but it sounds like she feels like her parents uh, favored Lily because they were so proud of her Mm -hmm. doing this this unusual thing where she was just playing old Petunia. Mm -hmm.
1: So here's the confusing thing to me. So Hagrid will not say the name Voldemort. Harry asks him to write it down, and he says he can't spell it.
0: So this is <laughs> this is the deficiency of a wizarding education. I was thinking about this earlier. So, okay, wizards have all these, like, magical classes. When do they learn math?
1: In arithmancy.
0: Arithmancy is not the same as arithmetic.
1: Hmm.
0: Why would they need math?
1: Yeah, right? They just they, have, like, their magical smartphones. Yeah. Simple exactly.
0: addition and... They have an adder-upper in their hand. Yeah. (laughs) There are are still lots of situations where having a basic understanding of math and English is a valuable skill, even if you're a wizard.
1: Anyway, but the thing is, Hagrid's not illiterate, though, because he just wrote a letter to Dumbledore. But he (laughs) can't spell
0: Voldemort? There's there's degrees of literacy. I I suspect that Hagrid is not particularly well-educated in general. Like, he didn't complete uh, high school.
1: Well, we found out, yeah, we found out he was expelled in his third year at Hogwarts, which would have been when he was about 14. Yeah.
0: Mm. And, uh, you know, Mm. Voldemort is not a normal word, I suppose.
1: Yeah, but does he, like, not have phonics?
0: voldemort voldemort
1: Voldemort. yeah Yeah,
0: yes i mean you could there's a lot i could think about three different ways to spell voldemort
1: sure fair enough anyway and we so we find we find out a little more about what happened that night um when harry's parents were killed
0: yeah and hagrid's uh hagrid talks about how he's going to be a great wizard and that seems like a lot of expectation to put on a kid
1: I mean, it says his parents were head boy and head girl at Hogwarts. I
0: know, and he's like he's, the best like, students. he's a ten-year-old raised by Muggles. Yeah, that's rough.
1: Um. So yeah, nobody knows what happened to Voldemort.
0: Yeah, uh, it's mysterious. Very mysterious. He was. Uh, he was just yeah. gone. Yeah, he's just gone.
1: Yeah, don't know if he had enough human left in him to die.
0: Yeah, and it's all Harry's fault, or all because of Harry, I guess. Yeah. Somehow
1: that the, that the bad guy's gone
0: yep oh and also we learn <clears throat> so uh, i'm gonna put this in perspective again so this thug who works for dumbledore got expelled from hogwarts under mysterious circumstances because he won't talk about how he got expelled uh-huh. uh, but dumbledore hooks him up with a cushy job at the school in exchange for his loyalty oh yep, just throwing that out there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep i don't know i don't know about the. <laughs> this, this team shaded me that's all i'm saying mm-hmm. it's patronage yeah yeah right <laughs>
1: Yeah, so he's basically got like his big thugs.
0: Yeah, so so ha- so Hagrid is like Dumbledore's muscle. Yeah, just, like, goes around, and, and in return, he gets this like job as k- gameskeeper.
1: The gameskeeper and the keeper of the keys, which I'd never heard of before, but that's a great title. Keeper, the keeper of the keys sounds prestigious. I don't know yeah. if it is or not. It sounds super cool. It could just be a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Janitors
0: have lots of keys, as I understand it.
1: <laughs> it's it's well it's a well known thing. Janitors have lots of keys.
0: Yeah.
1: So, chapter five, Diagon Alley. And we've got a, a chair with a bunch of wands in it.
0: Okay, I was wondering about that. that. That makes way more sense. I was trying to figure out what was in that chair. I was like, sticks. I mm-hmm. know that totally makes sense. This yeah. is the this is the wand, and uh, I guess the wand casting the magic sparkles out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, sadly, Harry has to uh, Harry has to go home. But we know that he's going to be meeting Hagrid in London, and we find out about Gringotts, which is cute because it has the word ingot in it, and it's a bank.
0: I want, I want to mention something here. Uh, I'm having some strong feelings about these owls. Oh, yeah. I, like, these owls are just, like, sent on these mes- messenger journeys, right? Yeah. I feel, I feel like there's mm-hmm. owlsploitation happening here. I felt really <laughs> sad
1: for the owl that, got, that Hagrid threw out into the storm. Literally the threw the out into the, the, the storm. In ocean. ocean.
0: I know. It's <laughs> like, oh, just go do your job, man. Yeah, poor <laughs> owl. Well, I mean, Dumbledore threw Hagrid out into the storm. <laughs> <outside> <laughs> out there, right? That's true. That's fair. Fair enough. And then you know, of course, we have Gringotts, as you mentioned, uh, a bank run by goblins. Who, what? I guess the goblins just do it out of the goodness of their hearts. They just like running banks, or are the oh. goblins uh, part of the? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are we gonna Are we gonna go there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, are the goblins paid for their job? I don't. I wonder about that. I don't know. They're just there, huh? No, they just like it yeah, they just they're better great. off here than they were in their home mm. <laughs> where they were uh <laughs> liberated from <laughs> by wizards
1: and goblins are a they they're a they're a British thing right they're a big part of British mythology,
2: I think so yeah the, yeah. the, the puckleman the 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 short guy that lives in the woods and
0: has Cartoonish features, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and like, there's there's a bunch of them. There's you know, fairies and goblins and uh, boggarts and all that stuff are all British. Mm, kind of and
1: like, giants, yeah.
0: Giants, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, Harry looks at, he's got his, his not a shopping list, what, what would you call it? His class list of the books he needs yeah. and the equipment he needs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember when my mom, uh, we, we both read the books together for the first time, and... Like I said, she um, grew up in England. She went to boarding school there, and she was so tickled when – I remember her laughing when she first read this because it was so similar to the list that you get when you go to boarding school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, students may also bring in an owl or a cat or a toad. Parents are reminded that first years are not allowed their own broomsticks. And she just – she thought that was very funny, and that was very on point. I wonder if J.K. Rowling went to boarding school.
0: I, that, it seems likely to me because she writes it so well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I get the impression that boarding school is like pretty common in the UK. I don't know. I mean, I know it's not really a thing we do here in the US much. We do it, but like it's a lot less.
1: Yeah. Done. So I don't I know, know if she actually went to boarding school or if it's just so much. It's almost like a staple of British children's literature.
0: Yeah, it is. And I I guess because it creates these these worlds where kids are sort of more on their own.
1: Mm -hmm. They have a little
0: more agency, I guess, than Mm -hmm. they would normally. So, uh, I know we were talking about this before, uh, but Hagrid talks about why. um, Oh, yeah. Why the wizards keep themselves separate. I was going to mention that. Uh Uh, Let's see, because they're talking about the Ministry of Magic, right? And how the the Ministry of Magic's primary job is to keep muggles from finding out that there's wizards and witches. And Harry says, why? And he says, because everyone would be wanting magic solutions to their problems. Nah, we're best left alone.
1: Yeah, I would have mm-hmm. a problem with that. Except you get the impression Hagrid's not real, right? That that's so that might be an overly true. simplistic explanation. Yeah.
0: However, I mean,
2: my first reaction was like, "Yeah, problems like cancer, cancer, yeah, starving <laughs> children, and climate yeah. change, AIDS epidemics." I
1: think I think it's a good answer to an eleven-year-old. Yeah,
2: okay, that's maybe so. Think, well, maybe seems like a selfish answer.
1: Sure. No, I'm. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not. It didn't sit well with me either.
0: Yeah, but what what we'll a bother a all the those tyrants like the the despots like using chemical weapons on their their citizens are you know mm-hmm. man good thing we don't have to deal with that <laughs> yeah
1: <clears throat> but uh, yeah so he goes to the Leaky Cauldron pub and we meet Professor Quirrell who's going to be the defense against the dark arts teacher
0: so is is Hagrid uh, like. Using Harry Potter to, like, win some celebrity points here? Like, it sounds like this is his, like, hangout, and he's, like, showing Harry Potter off to his friends, right? Yeah, yeah
1: I think he is. He
0: doesn't probably take all the other kids shopping, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Hey, check out my uh, my my new friend here, I Harry mean, Potter.
2: Yes, the here. It Harry seems Potter. like, okay, so he's got custody of this kid for a day, and he takes him to his favorite
0: pub. Yeah. That's how
1: you get into Diagon Alley. you got to go through the pub. Is it yeah. the only way in? Yes.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, man. Diagon Alley sounds amazing. Yeah. I want to go there.
0: Uh, and uh, this entryway is cool and everything, but it's kind of inefficient, right? Like, every time you want to go into Diagon Alley, like, you have to tap these three bricks. How many wizards can go through that at one given time? Yeah,
1: and you got to go through, walk through the pub, too.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. that, I mean, I guess that's why the, the pub is famous, because it's the only way to get to Diagon Alley, right? Yeah. So, I mean, do you <laughs> think it actually
1: works out in their favor? Because, like... Oh, yeah.
0: Know? The Leaky Cauldron? Yeah. Yeah, I bet they all get all kinds of extra foot traffic. There's probably all these, like, racks of keys and souvenirs.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: Well, I went to Diagon Alley and all I got was this keychain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they go into Gringotts and... Harry's rich.
0: Yeah, he's a celebrity trust fund kid. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
1: Good for him. Yeah. And this this makes me laugh every time. They're talking about trading uh, money and he, Her- Hagrid's explaining money to Harry. The gold ones are galleons. Seventeen silver sickles to a galleon and twenty nine nuts to a sickle. It's easy enough. that kills me every prime time. Prime numbers. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And you know what? Like they're wizards, so maybe they do know better than us. Maybe this is a better way to do it.
0: No, it is not. <laughs> prime numbers are not divisible. You can't split any of those quantities. Yeah, wait, wait, like try. Like <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about this. Trying to like break down currencies is mm-hmm. is much easier when it's based at like it's like a ten base kind of system. Would so mm-hmm. be better if it was base twelve. Why is that? Is it divisible by three? Why, why
2: three? Well, it's divisible by everything. Ten is uh, divisible by and three. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's Except like... for five. But anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but It'd quality. be better if it was base 60.
0: Yeah.
1: Even though, is it making fun of people who don't use the metric system? Because, like, aren't, isn't there, like, 2,590 feet in a mile or something bizarre? There's
0: 5,280. Uh, 5, yeah. Uh,
1: Freak boys <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah, the imperial system, yeah, I think it totally is this, this is all this is all like a pastiche of old timey British culture, mm-hmm. and uh and yeah they have weird measurement systems, and they like they, this street you get into the street from behind a pub because it's like London where everything was built up all haphazardly with no plan over a thousand years
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so it, you know only somebody only a local actually knows their way around
1: makes sense and. Yeah, and so they, they're they they're almost done at Goth. They just have, um, ooh, they make a stop, right? And Hagrid gets a mysterious package that belonged to Dumbledore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is important, I think. I don't remember mm-hmm. why, but I feel like this is important. I feel like this comes back later, but I have no idea why. I actually don't remember what this is. No,
1: he's probably just picking up his, like, I don't know, passport or something. It is later.
0: Dumbledore. Like, Dumbledore is the kind of guy who would, like, leave a pair of socks in this. I like, mean, in this there ball. might be a clue in the n- name of the book. No. I don't think so. I, I don't see <laughs> it there. I don't know where you're coming He's from. He's getting Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter's in the
2: past. Yeah, they, they pick up something that's in an even more secure vault than Harry Potter's massive wealth. Yeah. Yep. That's true. This is like a child's idea of what goes on behind the scenes at a bank, right? Yeah, You get in a, a, a cart and you, you <laughs> go ratcheting through all these like caverns and see
0: crazy stuff, you know, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I like this. And uh, you know, apparently it's a very secure bank. Uh, they've never had somebody successfully break in. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, yeah, Harry, Harry Potter
0: did. meets uh, meets somebody new.
1: Yeah, he meets somebody new. He goes into he goes to get his dress robes and he meets a a, a young man who he doesn't seem to be big fan of.
0: Just a real charm with this kid. Yeah. Yep.
1: Makes fun of Hagrid. Asks who his parents were, says, oh, they were our kind, right? Yeah,
0: uh, which, do we know what that means right now? Was Yeah, we know the wizards are wizards, not. Wizards, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he asked for his surname indicating that to him, family, like the the family line is very important.
1: Yeah, but Harry's just totally out of his depth right here. He's got no idea what any of these things are.
0: And uh, they're already, uh, already dumping on Hufflepuff early on. So yeah, I
1: know, that's so sad. Yeah. Everybody says Hufflepuff are a lot of Duffers.
0: And then it was—is it—is a it Duffer bad? I assume so. It's another Brit. It made a British word. She's, no, it's, you know, it's actually—it's no right? actually
1: named after Patrick Duffy, the star of Dallas. British yeah. people love Dallas.
0: Okay, so it's a good thing. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, look at that Duffy!" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. The Hufflepuffs I mean. are all Duffy's. Mm-hmm. And Harry Potter is sad. He's like, "Oh, I bet I'm a Hufflepuff." Womp womp.
1: Womp womp. Yeah. And then the last thing that happens, he uh, he goes and he gets his wand from Ollivander.
0: Wait, before that, I want to point out something that they mention here uh, when they talk about Slytherin. Not a single witch or wizard who went bad who wasn't in Slytherin. Not a single one? That's what, what Hagrid says. There's not a single witch or wizard who went bad who wasn't in Slytherin. Mm-hmm. So Slytherin is like the evil people. Like, like all the evil people are from Slytherin. Well, that's a problem, right? Evil people, people go to school too, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's like an alarming <laughs> they, statistic. They pay the tuition. Yeah. <laughs> like th- th- that to me, that's like okay. We need to do like a little bit of like we need to do a deep dive here and find out what's going on in Slytherin that's producing evil every single time. What is it? Th- there's a there's a word for this in wrestling, right? The 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 one who's supposed to be the bad guy, yeah. the heel. Yeah, the, so heel the Slytherins house. are the heel. <laughs> the Jabroni. Okay, where were we? Okay. Yes. Ollivander. Yeah, yeah. right.
1: So, Harry tries his different wands and I went and I went over to Pottermore, which is where J.K. Rowling has a lot of writings around the Harry Potter world that did not end up in the books for whatever reason. And I love it and it's fabulous, but I learned a lot about wand lore. Uh I
0: I I dig this wand shopping process. Yeah, this is I think super this is cool. really fun actually. Like Ollivander like like has the person come in and like wave it around and like he has this keen eye and he's oh, oh no that's not the right you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's
0: like he's such a a wand craftsman a wand artist that he knows within seconds if it's the right wand for you
1: yeah that's cool he's real good at what he does
0: Jeff do you have a feeling about that he's just waiting for the background check to come in to see how much he can charge the
1: <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, does everyone? Go, I guess all, everyone doesn't go to Ollivanders, though, right? He's like the...
1: No, he's like the best in England, but you don't have to get your wand from him.
0: Yeah, there are other wand makers. He's just the best.
1: Yeah. Um, and we find out that... So Harry gets a...
0: Oh, do you a, want to talk about your wand lore stuff?
1: Oh, man, I have so much that I could say about wand lore that I really feel I should probably actually save a lot of it. Okay. But Harry gets a... Um, a
2: <laughs> This is one time with Alice. One time, time with Alice. Well, one corner of Alice.
1: So, according to Pottermore, or according to J.K. Rowling, there, Ollivander has three different cores for wands. You can have unicorn hair, which is the most consistent and the hardest to turn to the dark arts, and it's faithful, but it's not as powerful. You can have dragon heartstrings, which are the most powerful and the easiest to turn to the dark arts. Um, and then you've got Phoenix, which has the greatest range of magic that acts of its own accord and is the hardest to tame and personalize. And that is the Harry gets with a Phoenix feather in it. And we find out that the, this Phoenix had two feathers and the other one went to Voldemort's.
0: Very curious. Yes. Yeah. Oh.
1: Very curious.
0: So what, what, does it say anything about the wood materials?
1: It does. I'm so glad you asked. Because
0: <laughs> I'm curious yes. about that.
1: Okay. So... There's only three types of wand cores, but there was probably 20 different types of wood that J.K. Rowling wrote about. Because yep. I guess when you don't have to make money anymore, like, yep. you can spend your time thinking about the different magical properties of different woods. Right. Um, but interesting. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Harry's wand was made of holly. Um, wands made of holly ten- are, tend to be for those who have a tendency towards being impetuous. Mm. Those wands tend to choose owners who are engaged in a spiritual and or dangerous quest. The U, which is what Voldemort has, is reputed to endow the user with power of life and death. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's some
0: layers going on there. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. It's
1: pretty cool. But anyway, the wand chooses the wizard.
0: Yes, it does. Yes. (laughs) It says Ollivander. Yes, Exactly. Though Jeff might argue that it is. That it is <laughs> He's right. just, yeah. The background check tells you how much yeah, the person can afford.
1: Yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you're, you're feeling rich, right? Okay, Phoenix Feather, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The other one owned by a
2: I mean, you, for, you wouldn't go into car dealership and say, what car should I buy, right? <laughs> that's
1: true. Fair enough. Pay sticker price. I mean, he says he pays seven gold galleons. So. This wand cost about almost 700 times as much as a newspaper. How much does a newspaper cost? Like 50 cents? I don't know,
0: 50 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably more than 50 cents, right? Like a dollar? Don't they give them away for free because no one wants them?
1: So let's say a newspaper, just a daily newspaper, cost a dollar. Yeah. Okay. Then that would mean that this wand cost the equivalent of $690.
0: Okay. That's actually not as expensive as I thought it would be but it's still pretty expensive i mean like you have to keep in mind this is something that you will use your entire life right sure you only buy one wand yeah dairy. i ain't buying my kid anything that costs 690 dollars <laughs> What if unless the, it's teeth <laughs> what, what if it is teeth like what if it's the thing that they'll use their entire life my um, like teeth i'll put them on an installment plan they can pay me back
2: <laughs>
0: as he's going to the bookstore he's plotting uh, how he's going to get vengeance on dudley
1: yeah, that was funny. Yeah, Hagrid has to pull him away from books about curses because he says he wants to curse Dudley.
0: <laughs> Which you know, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Dudley's been rough to him. He's already been cursed. <laughs> that's right, true. He's got a pigtail now. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, as uh, we we suspect, and, uh, and and I guess the owl is like the wizarding equivalent of an iPhone. Like all the kids <laughs> want one, and they used to message back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. It's you Snapchat.
1: Throw throw an owl. Take a picture yeah, of his boobs. The owl. <laughs> Then the owl comes back and like eats the picture thirty seconds later. <laughs> right, whatever. Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was using an owl to send messages was probably more impressive in nineteen ninety eight. True. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess
1: they're I guess like email wasn't widely used yet, especially not by kids.
2: Mm-hmm. All
1: right. So that's it for this week's uh, episode of MWA Muggles with Attitude. This week we did chapters one through five. Next week we'll be reading chapters six through nine of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M Sullivan on Twitter.
2: And I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. And I'm Mike Sparkman. I don't do Twitter
0: <laughs> yet. What? One day, one day I'll on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's not worth it.
1: So please share us wherever you got this from and give us good reviews. If you want to drop us a line, you can do it at hello at uh Like us in real life.
2: It's very important to us.
1: Yeah, it's incredibly important to us. Uh, We're very you... likable. <laughs> Thank you. No, I would have felt weird if you didn't say that. It would have bothered me. Uh, so, until next time, Finite Podcast.
2: Podcast.